our cycle, our period, our womb is the essence of our femininity. So when we are not embracing that part of ourselves and we are shaming our femininity, when we think less of it, we are holding that energy in our womb and in our ovaries and in our fallopian tubes and in our cycle and in our vagina, causing you to cause like an energetic disruption, which causes painful periods as well. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So today I am talking to you guys about balancing your hormones. And this is an episode that men need to listen to too, because men have hormones too. We forget about that all the time, don't we? It's like, we only care about women's hormones. We're always talking about women's hormones. We're talking about PMS. I feel like women's hormones are a lot more obvious in a way because we have our cycle, we have our period, we get PMS, which isn't normal, but it is common. And it's like, we are hit in the face with our hormones. Like there's tears all the time. Like you can't hide from your hormones as a woman versus for men, because they have a 24-hour cycle and they don't have a period, it's kind of easier to hide from their hormones. So it's really common for men to forget that they have hormones that they need to balance. And it's also then easy for women to forget that men have hormones they need to balance. So I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about PMS today for women, but I also want to just talk about seven top foods that I love to incorporate as much as I can into my diet that help with balancing your hormones. So this is something for everyone to be implementing straight away, especially after after COVID, like the cortisol and the adrenaline and the stress response from COVID has resulted in a lot of us having very imbalanced hormones. It's resulted in gut dysbiosis for a lot of us because of the stress of the time. It's result and like not being outside and being exposed to the things that we're normally exposed to. And it's resulted in our hormones going haywire because of the stress, the fight or flight, the fear response, the homesickness, the unknown, the losing jobs, the breakups, like all the things that have happened in this period of time. We need to like, you know, give our bodies a little bit of TLC now that the world is finally coming back to some kind of normalcy. For all the men listening, I will say the man is very soon going to be open for enrollment. So if you are not on the wait list, I would recommend doing so. Ladies that are listening, get your man on the wait list if he isn't already, because this is like the male version of Queen Alchemy. And the last round was amazing. And I'm so excited to do round two. This is just so beautiful that I get to offer the world, uh, that I get to offer men this work because they need it just as much as women do. All right, let's jump through. So firstly, eggs. I eat eggs every morning. I make me and my boyfriend not make them, make us, but I do eat them every morning. I love them. And they are a really important thing that everybody should be having in their diet. I feel like now everyone's like, oh, I'm sensitive to eggs. If you are like, okay, maybe ignore this, but also are you sensitive to eggs or do you have some sort of gut dysbiosis that causes you to not be able to digest the eggs? Are you eating crap quality eggs? Like all of those things are to be included when we're looking at um, like food sensitivities. Okay, so eggs are really high in folate, B vitamins, antioxidants, and trace minerals, and they're all really important for healthy fertility and a healthy baby. Men also need to eat for healthy fertility and a healthy baby because the baby is half the man. And even if you don't want a kid right now, I don't care because you should always be eating for optimal fertility. The reason why is optimal fertility is optimal health. So if you just want optimal health, just insert 
health when I say fertility, like that's fine. Okay. Um, it's also, uh, eggs are also pasture-raised eggs, not all eggs, pasture-raised eggs are also much higher in vitamin A, which is crucial for the production of sex hormones and fertility in men and women. Now, a note on vitamin A, a lot of people think that beta carotene found in vegetables is like enough vitamin A. Beta carotene found in vegetables does not get converted into enough vitamin A to actually sustain your body. Vitamin A, also known as retinol. Now, don't go freaky on like, but you can't eat retinol when you're pregnant. Like, no, no, no. You can you can eat vitamin A. You just don't want to OD on it, right? And what if you look at the um the research behind the whole vitamin A thing? What happened around that time when there was a lot of birth defects? was because women were having too much vitamin A from synthetic sources, not from eating like chicken liver or like eggs, right? So when you're eating chicken liver and eggs and and healthy forms of vitamin A found from earth, it is also in perfect balance with vitamin K, vitamin D, calcium, magnesium, vitamin, like all the other vitamins that mean that in order for you to OD on vitamin A from food, like retinol vitamin A, you would have to be eating so much fucking chicken liver, which you wouldn't be doing. So just an FYI on that. And if you are wanting to understand this more, go and listen to the episode that I did. I'll get, I'll get my podcast um, producer to edit, put it below. But the episode that I did on fertility foods, go and listen to that as well, because that is really informative. So the beta carotene that's found in vegetables does not get converted into enough vitamin A to actually sustain your body because vitamin A that's known as retinol, is found in like grass-fed butter and animal fat and meat and liver and eggs. It is crucial for fertility, um, the fertility of your body and the health of your child. So traditional cultures actually used to give couples certain foods to increase their fertility. And there was multiple studies done around the world and recognized that cultures with very fertile women and healthy babies were eating a diet high in fish, organ meat, and butter. So basically all the things that marketing has told us to avoid because they're high in fat are the exact things that allow us to be the healthiest human beings. And just remember, guys, Big Pharma is not trying to make us healthy because if they were, they wouldn't make any fucking money. If they were like, everybody eat butter, organ meat, fish, eggs, blah, 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 guess what would happen? People wouldn't be as, and like no sugar, no vegetable oil, people wouldn't be as sick and they wouldn't make as much money. If you look at what has been introduced into our society in the last 50, 60, 70 years, it is high sugar, it is vegetable oil, it is hormones being pumped into animals, and it is like a very, very bad quality food because of the glyphosate sprayed on everything, like all the crops. And in that time, there has been a exponential increase in disease, exponential increase. Like look at a fucking graph. It tells you everything. So don't fall into the trap of thinking that you're healthy. I guarantee you're not. Like I think every day that like I probably think that I'm healthy, but I'm probably not based on what my ans- like based on the health of my ancestors or based on the health of I was living in like 1920. I would be 10 times healthier than what I am now. I mean, 
I mean, let's even compare it to our European summers. Who feels better in Europe when they are eating all the fucking cheese, eating the ice cream, drinking, they're out late, they're not sleeping as much, they're drinking tap water. And then you come back to America, for example, and you just breathe the air and you're sick. It's like you can't make this shit up. The quality of the food in Europe is so much better and the way that they eat is so much healthier than the way that we do in America or like even Australia is a little bit better than Australia's a bit better than America. America especially is just is fucking horrendous. So why do you think I love going why do you think I love going to Europe? It's actually not for Europe. It's for the food. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Like at the time of you getting this podcast, I might be in Europe. We'll be going soon. And the reason why I wanted to go was I'm not joking for the fucking food and to give my body a break of America because I feel the difference of living in America compared to being in Europe and being able to eat everything under the sun. And I fucking love cheese, but I refuse to eat American cheese. So I just fly to Italy for that shit. Um, Okay. So what was I going to say? So we all need to be eating more fish, more eggs, more organ meat, more butter. Make sure it is the highest quality of those things. You want pasture-raised organic eggs. You want pasture-raised organic chicken. You want grass-fed, grass-finished meat. You want grass-fed, grass-finished butter. You want grass-fed, grass-finished organ meats. Not just grass-fed. Grass-fed does not mean grass-finished. If it does not say grass-finished, it's often grass-fed, grain-finished. No, the grain. The, the reason why they do the grain finished is because they then can like make the animals really fat really quickly, and then they can still say grass fed on the label, but it's not grass finished. So that's really important. Okay, so for all of you that have a less than ideal cycle or period or endo or PCOS or bloating or back pain or whatever issues come with your cycle and your period. And you are, if you are not in your perfect period, I would really, really recommend that you join it. You can binge watch all three modules as soon as you join. Um, and it is jam packed full of everything you need to know. It's six hours and about six hours. I think it's actually a bit more than that. And it is jam packed with everything that you need to know about your cycle. Like this shit does not go out of fashion. You will use this knowledge for the other women in your life, for helping them and for helping your future daughters or your or your nieces, you know? Um, so please, 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 please do yourself the favor and stop complaining about living with a shitty cycle if you're not going to do anything about it because this program is going to blow your mind when it comes to understanding your cycle. And honestly, like this is, you can't put a price tag on this. Like you have a period once a month and why are so many of us allowing ourselves to be in pain and discomfort for like a week every fucking month? It, it doesn't make any sense. So if you're like enough is enough, then make sure you join your perfect period. Okay, the next food that is also really good, and I will be very authentic with you guys, I have not eaten liver for about two years probably because I've been living in America and I am yet to find a really high quality liver, but it is on my to-do list now that I am living in Atlanta where you can drive to a butcher and it's a whole experience versus in New York, you couldn't quite do the same thing. And living in New York, it's just hard to 
be as like cookie, if that makes sense. Like I can't cook as much there because of just the lifestyle and everything. So it feels really nice to kind of be back in a space where I can do those things. So liver is literally in my cart as we speak from a farm so that I can start cooking us more liver because liver is very is a very high source of vitamin A as well. And like I was saying before, if that is essential for reproduction and healthy eggs, so for women, healthy eggs, healthy sperm for men. It's liver is also a really good source of vitamin uh, B, which supports your adrenal glands by preventing the breakdown of too much dopamine and serotonin during stressful times, enabling us to feel happier, more energized, more buoyant, all that kind of stuff. So vitamin B is really, really important um, for us to be having, especially if you are in a stressful time in your life or you live in a stressful kind of environment. It's also a really good source of vitamin K, which is important for normal reproduction. Now, vitamin K is essential for vitamin D getting into your cells. So if you're taking a vitamin D, but you're not also having vitamin K, it's the vitamin D isn't working. So just FYI on that. Um, please make sure that you obviously get grass-fed, grass-finished liver. The way that I cook with liver, I do not like pate. The way that I cook with liver, actually, that's a lie. I've never tried it, but it looks disgusting and I'm not about it. So um, get grass-fed, grass-finished liver. Get your butcher to mince the liver in with your beef mince or your chicken mince or your lamb mince with a radio of 80 to 20. So 80% mince, 20% liver. You only need a little bit. Use it in your spaghetti bolognese. Load it with heaps of tomato sauce, lots of spices, all that kind of stuff. Throw in some pesto. You will not be able to taste it, I guarantee you. I used to do this all the time. I think it tastes really fucking good. It gives it a really robust, like hearty, meaty flavor. The spag bowl, which I love. Next one is raw cacao. So raw cacao, obviously vibes, chocolate. Make sure it's raw. If you're having chocolate, that's not raw cacao. It's processed. Raw cacao is the raw part of the cacao. It's like inside the cacao bean. You can eat those cacao nibs. That's raw cacao. Then if you have cacao chocolate that you buy, just make sure it says raw cacao and it will taste bitter and it will be dark. So raw cacao is full of magnesium. So it hasn't been heated or anything, which is really important because it keeps the nutrients, which is the number one thing for improving premenstrual symptoms. Now, if you're a man, you don't have that. Magnesium is important for over 300 biochemical reactions in our body. Everyone should be having more magnesium than they do. I take about a thousand milligrams of magnesium a day. Love it. It, I, I need it. I need it. Everyone needs it. Our soil is very magnesium deficient. So if you're not taking that magnesium um, daily, you will you won't be as having a healthy body, which we obviously all want to be having, and it's not good for your hormones because they can't balance if you're out of, if you're not in optimal health. Now, please make sure that you don't obviously go and buy the sugar filled chocolate with vegetable oil from the shops. Real cacao chocolate. You can even make this at home. If you want to make cacao chocolate at home, raw cacao chocolate, all you need to do is like mix two tablespoons of coconut oil, one tablespoon of raw cacao powder, one tablespoon of coconut cream over like a medium heat and then freeze it. Boom. Instant hormone balance in chocolate. I used to make this all the time. If you want to add, you know, a little bit of coconut sugar or maple syrup in there or stevia, like do your thing. Please make sure though that you are not loading up with sugar or if you're having honey, it needs to be raw. Otherwise, you're just having sugar water. So those couple things. Um, turmeric. Turmeric is great for any of you that are suffering with heavy periods and clots. This used to be me. If you are a man, then you're not suffering with that. But turmeric is really good for reducing stress, but also for um, lowering inflammation in your body, which is very important for your adrenals and your body in general and thus your hormones. Turmeric is just 
one of my favorite things in the world. Please make sure that you are getting high dose turmeric tablets from the pharmacy um, or like your health food store and just pop them like they're no tomorrow. It is very helpful for reducing estrogen levels if you have high estrogen. And it's also very helpful for those with endometriosis to reduce the inflammation. So turmeric is great for PMS. If you have endometriosis, I will go through this as well. I have done an episode on it. Please make sure that you've done like all the physical things. Yes, like fixing your diet, cutting out sugar, cutting out dairy, cutting out anything inflammatory. Also, a lot of endometriosis can be, not always, if you fix the physical things, you've done all the diet things and you're still having it, come to do Queen Alchemy, like join us because your endometriosis, I have helped every single client that has come to me with endometriosis, I fixed it and it's gone because so much of it is actually a, a energetic thing as well. So just a note on that. And if any of you have fucking weird ass cycles, like your periods are all over the place, you are missing your period, you cannot fall pregnant, Queen Alchemy will be your fucking thing. Every woman that has done Queen Alchemy has fallen pregnant either during Queen Alchemy or soon after that was struggling to fall pregnant or quote unquote couldn't fall pregnant, words by her doctor. Um, And everyone that has joined with some kind of hormonal imbalance, cycle being all over the place, being 40 days long, whatever, cycle regulates during Queen Alchemy and then obviously going on afterwards. And every single woman that was missing her period has gotten it back in Queen Alchemy or in the few weeks after. So just a little FYI for any of you guys that are wondering about joining that fit into those categories. Okay. Omega-3 and saturated fats. Omega-3 fats from avocado, nuts and seeds, olive oil, saturated fats from animals, coconut oil, they are all crucial for your period and for helping your hormones to be balanced. Fats are so necessary because fats are what actually creates your sex hormones and reduces inflammation. So by eating enough fats, it will help to reduce your cravings for sugar, but also enable hormone um, hormone balance and hormone production. Saturated fats, cholesterol, they are needed for the production of your hormones and also for optimal kidney function. Humans have been consuming these fats for thousands of years, and it is the introduction of vegetable oils and so much sugar that has caused disease, not these traditional fats. Okay? Okay. Um, Animal fat. Fats from healthy animals and healthy sources, so not vegetable oil, they provide that building block for cell membranes and hormones. Your body needs fats in order for you to make your sex hormones, men and women, this is like so fucking important. If you are not eating enough fat, do not expect your hormones to be balanced. Your body will not see the world as a safe place without adequate fats, right? So therefore your body won't be fertile. Fat is also what plays a very important role in the absorption of vitamin A, E, D, and K. All those vitamins are crucial for fertility, okay? High fat foods are linked to greater fertility and a better and stronger pregnancy. And then the last thing I want to say is get rid of the fucking dairy. Along with the gluten and the vegetable oil and the sugar, dairy produces a lot of inflammation in the body. And we always want to be thinking about how can I reduce inflammation? Reducing inflammation is going to help with your ovulation and a healthier ovulation, which is the key to a healthy cycle and therefore more progesterone in men. Reducing inflammation is going to help with the quality of your sperm, which is going to help with the quality and the health of your baby. 
Progesterone, if anyone doesn't know this, by the way, progesterone boosts your metabolism and it lowers PMS. So if you listen to the other episodes, if you have bad PMS, it is very often, not always, linked to low progesterone. That is often, but not always, coupled with high estrogen, but not always. So boosting your progesterone is really important. Getting rid of dairy is going to reduce the inflammation, which is going to help your body not be in a stress response. And if your body is in a stress response all the time, you will be able to keep around more of that progesterone. If your body's in a stress response, what happens is every time it gets stressed, it takes away from your progesterone stores, right? Leaving you with less progesterone. Okay. Ditching dairy has also helped a lot of women. You've probably heard about this before. uh, Get rid of skin issues and acne. So, and, and heavy periods. So please, please put that on your list of things to do for balancing your hormones. Everybody, men and women. And also I want to say with dairy is a lot of dairy, unless you're buying organic, like from the fucking bomb, a lot of dairy, especially in America is pumped full of hormones. Those are terrible for your fucking hormones, right? In men, for example, all of those xenoestrogens from the hormones cause your body to have an excess of estrogen. Not fucking good. The other thing also with dairy is that these cows are being pumped all day and they're wanting, like they're being, like their bodies are being demanded for more and more milk. There is estrogen in that milk, right? Remember, it's female cows. There is estrogen in that milk. So if guys are having too much dairy, they are going to have too much estrogen, which can then affect their fertility levels and their sperm health, and it can affect their testosterone levels as well. Men do not want to be having much estrogen. Like men should be avoiding soy, avoiding dairy, avoiding plastics, avoiding toxic skincare and hair products and perfumes. Why? Because they all cause xenoestrogens and xenoestrogens bind to your estrogen receptors and mimic estrogen. So what happens is your body is like, oh, I have a lot of estrogen. Right? And even though it's fake estrogen, it causes your body to respond in a way of you having a lot of estrogen. Not fucking good. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to announce that there has been a name change for Baba. Just because I've had that name for four years, I've been running it. And I just feel like it it needed a facelift. It needed the energy of the most recent version of me. So the new name is called The Feminine CEO and I am obsessed with it. It came through when I was sitting outside Saturday morning, sipping my cup of tea um, and journaling and it just like plopped in my head. So that is the new name. If you don't understand what I kind of do with business coaching is I'm really passionate about not being the average business coach, right? Like I don't want to just give you strategies and like, you know, energetic things to do to help you be the vibe when you still have shit to heal. So the focus of, uh, not the Baba, the feminine CEO, is that you have a portal full of all of the teachings that you need to know. And then over three months, we have monthly calls where we do all of the deeper healing stuff. You also get a one-on-one for this or just question time. You can do whatever you want with the one-on-one in terms of what you want to bring to it. But it's so important that you are healing your things to allow you to actually have the most success in your business. So the things that we're focusing on is inner child stuff around validation, needing approval, worrying about what your family members, your parents think of you with your business. We do throat chakra clearings so that you can actually speak up, be authentic, share what you want to share, you know, ruffle the feathers, which is 
good, help you stand out, um, having boundaries with your clients and being able to embody them. Not just te- I'm not teaching you this, right? Like, yes, I'm showing you how, but I'm really helping you to heal the things that are blocking you from already being able to do that. We do money healing. We do quantum work to be able to help you step into that next level version of yourself and recode your body. We do breath work to help you to release trauma that is blocking you from being able to show up as the most magnetic version of yourself in your business. So that sort of work is just, it's different and it's so important for you to have the success that you desire in your business. So if you've been thinking about joining, you've heard about BABA, this is the program for you. It is no longer called BABA, it is called The Feminine CEO, but the content wise and the purpose of it is the same. I'm so excited for this next round. It is going to be hosted in my new home and it is just a dream. So the vibes are going to be real and I'm so excited for you to be in this frequency with me. So why do so many women get PMS and what do we do about it? One of the most common things when I'm doing energetic work with clients to help with their cycle, their endo, their PMS, their PCOS, their missing periods, whatever, is there is trauma from mom and dad, from sisters, from brothers, from bullies, from like at school, from past lovers, from past partners, whatever the situation is. There's trauma from them, stuck energy, wounds, stories held in their ovaries. And their ovaries are then that and that energy that's being stored there. These signals aren't the clearest. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and break it down. The signals aren't the clearest. So then what happens is we are having these like stress responses going off in the body, cause it because of these like tra- these traumas that haven't been cleared. These stress responses are going off in the body, and then what's and then it's causing a cascade of events. Some being hormonal imbalances causing PMS. But what could also happen for men? is that it's not necessarily held in their testes, but what what actually happens is that it can be more held in their heart for men. And it still is eliciting a stress response because it's still playing out the trauma in their body because they're stuck in a trauma cycle. Even if they're not aware of it, it's happening on like a subconscious level, which is causing their adrenals to feel it, which affects their stress hormones, right? And if their stress hormones are out of whack, their testosterone is also out of whack, affecting their hormones, right? Like testosterone is a very, very important hormone for a man, as are androgens, um, cortisol, estrogen, all the others. But I'm just kind of, I want to focus on that main one that we all know of testosterone. So as a woman on your left side, you hold shit around feminine and femininity. So it can be mom, sister, sisterhood, wounding, a girl bullying you at school, whatever, held in your left ovary. And then in your right ovary, we hold shit from men. So mom, dad, uncle, brother, past lovers, a guy at school being a dick to you, whatever the situation is, that's held in the right ovary. And I really do see a lot of women that have PMS issues, this being this being the issue. I've had so many clients that have come to me, they've tried everything for years to get rid of their PMS. Boom, done, energy healing, energy healing. They are clear as fucking day. They've gone to the energy healers. They've done the things. They've gone to the fucking women's circles. They take all the supplements, but they still have this raging PMS. I do the energy clearing with them, boom, done. And like this this, this trauma work that I do is different to energy clearing because you, I'm guiding you to like do it yourself, which is like that really important piece because you're really involved in it. And that's happened for a lot of clients. I'm telling you, they have gone to see everybody under the sun for years, all the woo-woo people, all the energy people, and then they come to me and boom, it's done. The next one is sexual trauma. I feel like this one's kind of obvious. You guys probably already realized this your sexual trauma will absolutely be affecting your cycle and be affecting your PMS. 
Remember that in your luteal phase, if you haven't listened to my previous episodes, in your luteal phase, because of the higher levels of progesterone, if your hormones are balanced or lower levels of progesterone, you can often find yourself being really self-critical. That PMS can cause you to really self-analyze, be really mean to yourself. You feel fucking moody. You're depressed. Like all the things are coming up. Now, if you have a if you have a healthy cycle, um, and you have a lot of progesterone, you'll just be really fucking self-critical and you'll be a bit of a perfectionist. You'll be overanalyzing everything, but you won't be like depressed and and, and have like crazy mood swings all the time. Um, that's more of like a hormonal imbalance. So what was I going to say? So your sexual trauma can be really coming up in that luteal phase and in your period because your hormones aren't balanced, causing there to be mood swings, causing you to feel more sensitive, causing more of your trauma to make itself known because you cannot shove it down. And then that puts you into a stress response because your body is eliciting the response of the traumas happening again, even when it's not. So then your adrenals get depleted, which causes your progesterone to decrease, your estrogen to increase. And then we also have another, you basically keep yourself stuck in this very vicious cycle um, because you haven't healed your trauma in the way that your trauma affects your adrenals and your body and your gut health, therefore affecting all of your hormones because everything is so intertwined. Other one that can also be affecting your PMS is not embracing your femininity. Like if men aren't embracing their masculinity, it's going to affect their testosterone levels. And if women aren't embracing their femininity, it's going to be affecting our estrogen and progesterone levels. So we want a healthy amount and perfect balance of estrogen and progesterone, progesterone, testosterone, androgens, cortisol, all the things. Um, but a lot of like our our cycle, our period, our womb is the essence of our femininity. So when we are not embracing that part of ourselves and we are shaming our femininity, when we think less of it, we are holding that energy in our womb and in our ovaries and in our fallopian tubes and in our cycle and in our vagina, causing, and the muscles of your vagina, causing you to cause uh, like, like an energetic disruption, which causes painful periods as well. So like if you have really bad period cramps, I can tell you right now that is probably sexual trauma and there's a lot of tension in your womb space causing cramps, for example. Um, Another one is like fear of your cycle, fear of pregnancy. You disassociate from your cycle, from your period, therefore causing more PMS symptoms because it's like, fucking look at me, fucking look at me, like love me, love me. Or you go on some kind of hormonal birth control because you are so disconnected from yourself or you're so afraid of your body and you don't trust yourself and that causes fucking PMS symptoms. Um, And then the last thing that's really important that we kind of already gone over is unhealthy eating. If you are, so when I'm talking about like, have you done the physical things? I'm talking about, do you take supplements? Do you eat a good breakfast? Do you like eat a pile of sugar, gluten, dairy, vegetable oil? Do you have a bunch of caffeine during the day? Like what is your physical body looking like separate to your energetic body? And most people are eating a, a diet loaded with crap, loaded with sugar, bad fats, like fucking shitty quality meat, shitty quality cheese, eating at bad times. There's no schedule to their body. There's no rhythm to their body. And therefore it throws everything out of whack, causing PMS. Ladies and gentlemen, we are cyclical beings. Our body likes a routine. It does like us to eat at the same time every day. So go to sleep at the same time every day. And I'm going to be the first to say, I have not been good at this last few months with everything and all these changes going on in my life that you guys are pretty aware about. I have not been good at it because we've been traveling so much. We're moving house all the time. We constantly are changing rhythms. Like, you know, boyfriend will get home late from work. So then I eat dinner fucking late. Like yesterday I was on the phone to my mom 
for like two fucking hours because my boyfriend was out and like we were just like catching up on things and whatever. I don't even know what we're talking about. And I had dinner at 10 p.m. Ew, hate that. Kill myself. <laughs> like do not like that whatsoever. Um, but life happens sometimes. So as much as you can, try and stay on a rhythm. I cannot wait for us to get settled very, very shortly so that we can be back on a perfect rhythm. And like I just want to, I actually do kind of want to travel a little bit less. Not because I don't like traveling. I love traveling, but we've just been doing so much of it this year and I need to get my body back into a rhythm because it is good for my cycle and for our hormones and it's good for his cycle, not her cycle. It's good for his hormones. Um, well, he does have a 24-hour cycle. So anyway, I hope this episode kind of shed some light on some things for you guys. You made lots of notes. You have like eye-openers, whatever, whatever. And please share this on your Instagram stories. I love when you guys share and tag me and tag the podcast as well. I really appreciate it. I will say just so you know, I'm changing the name of the podcast just because of like, you know, um, what's like, like censorship. Uh, I'm taking the you out of fuck. So it's just going to be like, so when you search it, it'll look a little bit different. So just be mindful of that when you're tagging, but you should see it. So you should pick it up. Um, what was I going to say? Tag me. And if you haven't left a written review, I would really, really appreciate you to leave a written review because they honestly do go really far and they mean the world. Um, if you need more help with your cycle, with balancing your hormones, fixing your PCS, your, um, your acne, your bloating, your back pain, your heavy periods, your clots, whatever, like your bloating, whatever cyclical issues you're having in relation to your hormones, your perfect period is the most amazing program to do for that. It will change your fucking life when it comes to your period and to your cycle. The content in there is absolutely amazing. I'm so proud of it. I love it. I recently re-recorded it in 2020, so it's not old, and I still stand by every single thing that I talked about in there. Um, there is six hours worth of content, and I really break everything down in terms of like how our cycle works so you know what you actually are wanting, why, like what certain PMS is linked to, why that happens, the root of it, how to fix it. Like I literally go through every PMS symptom, why it's happening. So like the actual hormonal imbalance and then what to do to fix it. So even if you don't have bad hormones, this is something where it's like, what a fucking tool to give yourself so that down the track in life with you, your sister, your daughter, whatever, when there is some kind of hormonal balance happening, you know how to support your body and get yourself back on track really simply rather than waiting until you there's like this whole fucking cascade of events and your hormones are literally whacked and you have to do some full health protocol for six months. It's like when you know this stuff, it is so fucking empowering um, because you can just fix any little things and support your body in different phases of your life. I go through that as well of like supporting your body in different phases of your life so that you can also keep your hormones really balanced as well. So Queen Alchemy for energetic stuff, your perfect period for the physical stuff. And um, if you need to come off hormonal birth control, the art of coming off hormonal birth control is also there for all of that work. I hope that you guys love this episode and I will see you in the next one.